from our dusty cellars, reminding you to be careful out there, folks, if you're on the roads, because petrol prices are finally high enough that there's a lot of cavern people using toll roads that they had usually avoided. So they're not used to them. <laughs> they're not used yeah. to the M50. There's three yeah. lanes on that road. They're lost, no. It's the first time they've ever they've ever looked at their Google Maps and gone, this route contains tolls and gone, they've done the maths. And hey, yeah, I'll take it. It adds up. What a sad existence it must be to be from Cavan. I'm Manus Cronin, joining us this week as always, railing against cancel culture, then watching an episode of Last of the Summer Wine and realizing that was cancel culture, man, because you were canceled off that show. It meant you died. <laughs> you were fucking getting cancelled in a six foot box. It's Jack Toner. <laughs> good, to, good to see you, Manus. It's good to see you too, Jack. Um, ever since he did that apprenticeship in Des Kelly Carpets and Furniture, he has bemoaned the derision of the term armchair experts. It's Gavin Carberry. Hello. <laughs> Manus, how did you know that about me? I thought I'd... we were doing jokes this week. We were, I've, I've actually, I, I, have, I, I don't work in the apprenticeship section in my work anymore, but I have not revoked my credentials, so I can still look any of you up at any point. And I know who did the armchair apprenticeship, and it's you and one other guy. <laughs> and, 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 and we saw the armchair experts are out in rows. Yeah, okay, they got the experts got to sit down too. <laughs> Brother needs some lumbar support. What's the problem? It's the news media, it's the bias, and that is why you can now find this show exclusively on Rumble. We are not available on any of the mainstream media outlets. Um, also joining us this week, he was recently turned away from an airport lounge for bringing in outside water. He said, buddy, it's water. It all came from outside. It's Ben Clifford. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. That joke's not hurting anyone except anyone who had to hear it. <laughs> that was good. That was I I think that was a that wasn't like a like a guffaw joke. It was a real like smile and nod like compared to uh, a certain pub and comedy show I went to. It was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy. You got to worry about a gig that relies on you just being in the pub when they're putting it on to trick yeah. you into seeing it. Yeah. There is nothing worse than the start of one of those shows. It's like, hey, guys, we're just going to do some comedy. If you could all just pay attention to me when you weren't uh, attending to. No, uh, no, don't pay attention to your loved ones. I'll tell you the one thing worse, which is, uh, hey guys, we're just about to start some comedy upstairs. Uh, there's some people downstairs who want to see it. So if you want to move downstairs, swap with them. Uh, feel free to do that. Move from oh. my comfy seat upstairs. No, <laughs> no, I'll, I will suffer through this. And make <laughs> so, my you own were so you were drinking, you were drinking it on shot on the weekend, Ben. Yeah, I, mean, we I was drinking in uh, the Harbour Bar. Okay, same, same, same thing. <laughs> but, yeah. I was getting some little fun on top, which is the best fucking thing about it being my local. Um, well, yeah. Oh, oh that and it does beamish. So I've switched. I'm a beamish man now. Well, I always was at heart, but uh, you could just couldn't get it. So yeah, there are two types of people. There are beamish men and people who haven't been able to get beamish. That's exactly. Yeah. Well, this That's is my point. point. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, I would be. It is the superior state, but you can't. Generally speaking, get it anywhere where I go. I don't know where you do. I guess Cork, even though Murphy's yeah. is their big thing, but I think they do have Beamish down there. I think, I think yeah, they have some Beamish, but it's mostly, it's mostly Murphy's. I think if you go just even a little bit out of town, like like the like the wrestling local in East Wall, you'd have a fairly decent split of lads drinking Beamish and the beams. Beamish was always what was would be stocked by pubs who, for one reason or another, for fair means or foul, had fallen uh, fallen on the wrong side of Guinness. Like they weren't. Mm. I don't know whether, like for example, Beamish is the stout du jour uh, and de rigueur in Weatherspoons. That's what you can get. Yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. And they interesting. just they're just not willing to pay what. Diageo want them to pay, even though who owns Beamish? I mean, it's Diageo not own the people, too. the people, own the people, yeah, it's the a set of the people, <laughs> the Beamish supporters trust. Uh, <laughs> and they have a 50 plus one rule in Beamish, it's true. <laughs> Red, Red Bull tried to skirt around it by uh, 
you know, by buying O'Hara's Nitro, you know, in the cans, uh, mm-hmm. and and then and then getting around there, and uh, that's why we all drink RB Salzburg Stout <laughs> when we're at Oktoberfest. But that's fine too. It, it's a bit of diversity in a world gone bland. Um, we have much on the agenda this week. Well, we've got one thing. I'll tell you about it when it happens. Two things. Two things. One of them is. Uh, WrestleMania talk, one specific match. We don't care about the rest. And the other is um, Gavin got a manicure hmm. for his yes. fingernails. And yes. uh, did you get a mani-pedi or just a, just, just a manicure? Just a mani. Just a mani. Got a hand job, which is good. Yeah, uh, yeah, a hand job. Yeah, yeah. Avoided yeah. the foot job this time round. I cannot imagine the foot. I suppose the foot job probably had its heyday before the invention of shoes. Um, because I have to think athletes for while we were still fucking chimps, like, yeah, well, we had a lot more dexterity, opposable thumb, a lot more dexterity, doing something there, a lot more dexterity in the feet in those days. If you've ever looked at photos of pre pre shod culture, uh, we had uh, the, the feet were more hand like, that's what I'm saying. They are when we're babies, yeah, yeah, babies have very hand like feet, they can grip they do, stuff with those feet, which is. That... Just not where I would have gone with this. Yeah. Given what, what we were talking about. Given, given the path we took to get there. They were quite like telephones. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. You talk into I mean, you've got it. <laughs> you put your face that close to the bottom of a baby at your apparel because they will pee right in your face. <laughs> they love nothing more. They are dirty little bastards and no one has the balls to call them on it. It's like, oh, he doesn't know any better. You ever looked in their eyes when they're doing it? He doesn't know anything. He fucking knows. Knows. Like, I got about a year and a half where this is acceptable. I'm going to do it every time. (laughs) Then I got to wait at least 20 more years until I can even ask again. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that we did set the pee in the face age limit at 22. Yeah. You know, you're an adult for all other purposes at 18, but you cannot legally pee in someone's face until you're 22, which that's that's what called. No, there is there's the Romeo and Juliet clause though. So like as long as you're within a certain age, you can just as long as you're in a theater, you can do it. Yeah. (laughs) As long as you're enjoying some Shakespeare. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that is one of the many hidden reasons why uh, it is still worth it. To pay for the uh, pay for the VIP tickets to that the Globe Theatre in Stratford on Avon, it is still worth it. What light get... through yonder window breaks? It is the piss, of course. It is a golden light. Let it shower, my Romeo. And that is the line that they always cut out in the junior sir. Because mm. you got to be twenty-two to hear it. You got to be twenty-two to hear it exactly. Yeah. Uh, before we get into any of that, it's time to get introduced to the beers. I believe one person filled out their application form in full. I think that person is Ben. I think he's about to tell us what he's drinking. I don't know if it counts. I just sent a picture of the beer I picked up to the group, but by no means uh, more than I did. Mandate yeah, on anyone else to pick Yeah, I was like, I got this. Uh, bit of a theme from the Beamish to the Sullivans, uh, from the Guinness to the Smithics. Isn't Sullivans that uh, brewery down in Kilkenny? that claim as part of their marketing that they split from the Smithix family? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they lie about what, how old their farm is or whatever, yeah. Wasn't there some bullshit on the ball where it's like, we're based on a farm that's been here for 300 years. Yeah, okay. yeah. How long um, have you been brewing? Five years! <laughs> There's some story about them having the original the original Smithix recipe. I think we met them at a, a festival once. I know, in fairness, the Red Ale is good, but I am drinking their 2000s and 21, that's a weird way to say 2021, Summer Pale Ale, uh, which is, first tastings, nice. It's there. Brewing is in our blood. That's a weird tagline, but who am I to judge? It's a weird way to say 2021, Ben, but I will say that from the late 90s when we started thinking about such things to the mid-2010s when it got clarified, that wasn't obvious that that was going to be a weird way to say it. Yeah. People were saying like 2015, like that was that was you know, yeah, they were particularly 2000 and late. They were, they were, <laughs> they were. It's true. Anyone else drinking anything else? I'm having a Cooper's because the shop I went to that I went to looking for the Sullivans didn't, but they had Cooper's, which I quite liked. So, what is Cooper's? It's an Australian 
Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it is about the only uh, Australian beer that survives from the mid 20 teens fad of Australian beer is coming back with all those people who, who had been in Australia and were kind of yeah. Um, they were they were they were nostalgic for the Australian beers, and they then they sat around for a few years, and they're like, you know what, James Boag, I don't need to drink your famous Australian lager anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of X's on a can of something for uh, something that's kind of as bland and crap as that is. But Cooper's Cooper survived that. You can generally speaking still get their original tail ale, and in the slightly more prestige establishments, you can also purchase their. One uh, percent stronger sparkling ale, otherwise known as Red Coopers. In the red. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's green and red. They're the two colors. Aren't they? They're the green, two yeah. colors. They do. They do a stout. I've never seen it here, which means I, I either crap or it doesn't travel well, and probably doesn't travel well. It's crap, uh, and, and I don't know what else they do. Um, but these are the two you can get, and I like I, I like Coops when you just want a fucking standard beer. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And it's uh, full of sediment. So 2016, any of us would have been like, bleh, bleh. is that poopy? Is someone <laughs> poopy in this? How far have we come, though? I don't think we were wrong. I think we're wrong now. I think we've turned into. <laughs> we just turned yeah, into now we've come sad. to accept the poopy. Yeah. <laughs> all the cold beers have a little bit of poopy in them, especially get a zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> They, they had some balls br- sneaking that motherfucker back after there was poo in the first batch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I'd say, like how long do you think they took to like fix the issue and how long do you think they took to get it back? Because I'd say that they're two very different times. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. there's a little bit of poo in this one. Okay, we need to recall everything. And a month later, all right, we fixed the poo issue. Brilliant. Can we release it again? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Wait. Wait like 18 months. <laughs> a little while. It's the times like this that I appreciate that we're not the type of show that gets sent free stuff. I'm like, ooh, free material. Because every single beer reviewer in Ireland who had it, they've drank some shit. it's actually it's it's because of our rampant journalistic integrity because we did for a while there people were sending us free stuff and then we were consistently like because and they would always say hey we just want you to uh, review it we don't hey give it the old honest college try and then we would do that it would inevitably be bang average at best we would review it as such and they'd be like oh i didn't have to tag us in that review yeah. i don't know i felt like we were kinder to free beer because free beer tastes better and we not- were kinder to i, I don't our mates yeah the floor the floor was higher i would say I think the I question would be is much more likely to be kinder to your beer if i personally liked you yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, we, we were we were in fact a lot kinder to many. Yeah, you would get an extra point. We wouldn't refrain from saying there was shit in your beer, but you'd get an extra, you'd get a higher score on the ranking, which is what we all know really matters. That's well, what people I, remember I, from the show. I remember I met like in person, I met people who gave us free stuff and who were like we didn't glowingly praise and they were like very cool towards towards us. You know, yeah. it's like I look, you know, these are beers we might have given like a seven to. You know, I, and I, I presume in their mind they're thinking that they really did want us to, to give it a fair go, and then th- then they then they heard that they're not like that. <laughs> not, not that fair. Suddenly, <laughs> it mattered that we didn't know what we were talking about when we were shitting. <laughs> when, when they were just looking for pub, it was like. I think to be fair, I think suddenly the 40 minutes where we rinsed them, the score didn't matter. If we could have given them a 10, they would have had a sour taste in their mouth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate you gave a top score. You called us all cunts, though. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, they, you know, we have to give an honest try. We looked at yeah, the bottle. Yeah. If you've ever slipped me something on the end of a key in a bathroom, I'm way more likely to <laughs> positively review your beer than I am if you're like, give me a free product bit. I'm just not going to do that, you know, because I got principles. Good reviews for cocaine only. <laughs> said. That was a very well timed. <laughs> it blow up the nose. <laughs> only we will have seen. <laughs> Uh, the, that offer stands. 
Molabon equals score of one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't give a I don't give a fuck if you're Vladimir Putin's person personal basement brewery. If it comes with a little bit of Colombian marching powder, I'm gonna score it pretty darn highly. <laughs> I figure he knows how to get the good stuff. Uh, before we do that, um, Gavin, you might well we teased them. You might as well tell us about the manicure. What's going on there? Right, okay. So, Joyce's friend uh, is now doing mobile manicures. She'll come to your house. She's got the whole kit. She'll stick on some nice music. She'll do a manicure. Joyce is getting it done for Friday. Um, and I was working from home. So, happened at five o'clock. Took about an hour. And then I finished work at six. And she was like, well, would you like a manicure? And I was like, "Yes." well, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> And let me tell you, it's a lot more like removing like skin and like digging into you than I thought. Like, hmm. every, I, I feel like if it happened once a month or like regularly, I could get used to the sensation of it. But it's quite uncomfortable. I think. Painful. Very painful. It's that kind of stick, whatever that kind of uh, the thing that reveals the moon of your fingernails. I bite my nails, so I, I don't pay attention to them at all. But there's the little moon we have. The, the lunula. Oh, the, the yeah. cuticle. The... No, the cuticle is what you push down. But when they push that down, that's that's ouchies. Yeah, yeah. I think we're a bit ouchie now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. I wouldn't describe it as pain. I describe it as like discomfort. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'd be signing up to it again. Now that said, my nails looked. Fucking spectacular! Like they look good. They look good. I'm not gonna lie. They look. Is it like? Good. Is it? It's. It's like. It's not like getting your hair cut where they give you the massage beforehand. It's more like going to the dentist where it's. Just... Hang on, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a good. That's a good point. Let's double click on this. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, you know the way. You know the way everyone has long hair and goes to salons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we all have luscious locks. Have you seen Madison's hair? His barber spits on him before he cuts his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he just licks it, licks it a bit. To That's a cow's down. lick. This isn't a cow's <laughs> lick. This is a fucking barber's lick. I don't mind yeah. telling you. This is Hugo's lick. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on now. You, your haircut, which you just tried to slip in there, like, well, yeah, where we are. All of us. You get you get the massage like it's just in an egg and it's just you know it's the massage that you yeah, get. They give you the, the little the head massage. Okay, so like, you know the little packet of silica gel and the packet of beef jerky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know the massage. It's in there. <laughs> Jack, is this separate to what I'm picturing at the moment? Is when they wash your hair, it's kind of nice and sort of like a massage. But are you saying there's a separate act where they just massage no, your hair? If you go somewhere that's nice enough, they wash the hair and then they're like, right, now we're into the massage bit of the hair washing. Which is really just like they're just like they're just like they just they just keep you there long after the hair is washed because it's an absolute delightful experience. But it, yes, it is a part. It is in theory a part of the hair washing exercise. Get, getting your hair washed in a hairdresser or barber is amazing. But I don't like it. It just feels like so different from a shower or anything else. There's just something luxurious mm. about. it. Well, it's uh, like, it, it turns out someone else touching you and you touching yourself feels different. Yeah, but someone else touching <laughs> you and away, Brandon, man. the barber I've gone to since I was four, you know, <laughs> tasted pretty fucking, or it seems pretty fucking different too. That's I don't want that pretty sensual good. relationship with my barber. He's more like a, more like a surrogate brother, you know? <laughs> and he's a, he's a, he's a man, you know, but... Big sausagey hands. Big sausagey hands, yeah. Which you want in a barber because he knows when he's about to like accidentally cut my ear off. He's like, <laughs> that's kind of a massage. He makes sure that I haven't nodded off or started to look at what the side might look like and he'll wrench the head. And then apart from that, it's all, I guess that's a massage. Do you, so you like that part. You, you're, you're pleased that, that happens. Love it. I, I wish I got my hair cut more often so I could have more. Delightful little head massage. That seems like a weird wish. Like you could just do I, yeah, I power flight or something. Yeah, like a yeah. billion euro. Yeah, yeah I, wish that'd be great. I could just, I could just, I could yeah. just get the. I could probably just have someone come around every day and wash my hair. Yeah, 
You either have to be very the frequency of haircuts. It's it it, it it's like a, a weird like U shaped uh, graph mm. or distribution curve where like you've got no money or loads of money. You get lots of haircuts <laughs> as you come towards <laughs> the center. There aren't that many. Like I know guys on the dole who get their haircut twice a week. Twice uh, a week. Twice a week. They go in there. They get. They like it real. They like it real tight. Um. They like like little doodads done in it. And that looks. People with taste would argue it looks crap at the best of times. But even people who like such haircuts would acknowledge that, like a couple of days growth fucks up. Like it at least lines. looks intense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That means yeah, that yeah. it can't go as fast anymore. There, so yeah, they slow working. right down. It doesn't line up with the eyebrow lines anymore. You know. Yeah. It screws up the whole thing. So they get their haircut twice a week, and then I know very wealthy people who, yeah, again, by twice a week, go in for like a rinse and a blow dry face. They're not even really cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Save themselves putting gel in their own hair. Someone else yeah. does it for them. Yeah, which is a fair point. But then normal people uh, who are normal and so want normal hair care, mm-hmm. uh, they just it's like, oh, that's time out of my day that if I can get away without doing it, I won't do it. And it's, you know, my time is worth something to me. You know? Big change working from home. I get a lot more haircuts because I'm like, will I nip out at lunch, get a haircut? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. yeah, Might yeah, as well. yeah. Yeah. Working from home is sort of like an enhanced dole. It's the same life, sort of. If you work a little more, you're paid a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting, you actually are getting a little bit of the experience there then as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get you can wear tracksuits all the time. It's great. Yeah. Rich people, dowlies, tracksuits all. It's us. It's us wage slaves. I, he said in his gentleman tracksuit. Track suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, us, it's us wage slaves who can ill afford to live the tracksuit life. I have um, a question, something unexpected on the agenda. I only saw it the other day and it just popped into my mind Wait, there. Have we, are we done with the manicure? I can't, well, he was so reasonable about it and it was, yeah, you know, okay. I've gone up, no, I'm not done off the air. No, I've got lots of shit I'm going <laughs> to say to him, but I'm done on the air. Well, like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Okay, okay. Sorry, Ben. Cut you off. Yeah, well, okay. You know? Draw a line under manicures. Would I advise getting them? Probably not. Will I be trying a pedicure? Yes. Just to see if it's any better. Will you get a bit of colour with it? Like if they offered like a little bit of like black nail polish on your feet afterwards, would you go for it? Now that is something that she did. She was like, and if I went, if you, if I was to offer you like some nail polish, would you go for it? I don't think so. Doesn't fit my brand. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, having, one, having got a manicure on Friday, I'm kind of a, like, black no nonsense no. kind of guy, you know? <laughs> I think the problem is it doesn't fit your brand either in, either fully, it's not flush enough with your brand or uh, opposed enough to your brand. Like, I think yeah. if you're like mm. 250 pounds, bald, mm. covered mm. in tats, like you can rock the, the you can, the, you could be Dennis Rodman. Yeah. yeah, if you're Dennis, yeah. that is that is a that is a fucking perfect example of who I wasn't thinking of, but who it should have been, which is often true of Dennis Rodman. We yeah. often <laughs> yeah. aren't thinking yeah. of him, but should be. I think you're. Or think you're if right you're like, is I'm not that lane of soft boy. I'm a soft no. boy, but in a different way. You're a different yeah. type of soft boy. You mm-hmm. can be a big hard boy or a little soft boy, with the or kind of a like fucking. You can be Mick Jagger. You know, and have, mm. the, have, the, have the. You could be Mystery, the pickup artist. Is that his name? <laughs> that is oh, yeah, from the game. <laughs> T yeah. I haven't thought about Mystery, the pickup artist, in about fucking t- like 10 years. There's and, no and way he's still alive. In any case, Gavin, for, for to have as decorative an approach to your nails, I'm not sure you even know enough street magic to really mm. get away with it. Like, you That's know a what good I mean? Point. Yeah. Uh, that is, I mean, if you can be David Blaine, so no. <laughs> You're, you're right. Next on Gavin, have you considered that Gavin has five letters in it and a hand has five fingers? So you could just be rocking an old Gavin either side of your hands. No, it would be Gavin, Gavin. It would be awful. Gavin, so you'd Gavin. Have to yeah, pick yeah, one. yeah. Gavin Carbeck. <laughs> yeah. The Carbivore. Gavin Magic. That's all you need to. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Funny enough, Man, the, the, work it. Man, I could definitely, I could definitely work it. Um, uh, I, I, having having fallen asleep, uh, uh, paralytic drunk more than once and woken up as a pretty pretty girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can tell you the the face makeup that shit washes pretty quickly off. Uh, the 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 hand stuff not so much. Um, I can sort of see getting a manicure. More than or a pedicure, I mean, more than a manicure, because we do a lot to our feet that nature did not intend. Like, yeah. like, like we're we we have to wear shoes because we invented concrete largely. I guess. <laughs> Whereas, like, our hands are kind of out there, you know, they're they're about what they're supposed to be like. Our feet, even though your feet, like we talked about foot jobs and athlete's foot, but there was a serious point in there in the sense that like you're going to get athlete's foot in your dick if you get a foot job. And the reason for that is because of shoes. So it's about this time that I think it's time to point out the newest sponsor we got for the podcast, which is Athletic Feet. Uh, Athletic Feet makes shoes made for people's feet. Uh, I know. And that's all the ad copy they gave us. That's all we're reading. (laughs) Uh, the next ad is, is is countering the previous problem and it's foot condoms. Foot oh, condoms. Nice. Yeah. Which is so, true. If we didn't invent underpants, we wouldn't need condoms, which is the corollary to this. Yeah. And I agree, I agree with you, Manus, that we do we do weird things to our feet. The, that met that kind of fucked them up weird. Like my feet, I would say, are like relatively like perfectly normal feet, like nice feet. But there's still yeah. some bumps on there. I'm like. How the fuck did you get there? You know, yeah. like some weird hard bits that you're like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, what's going on there? Exactly. Because all your toes do different things during the week. Like, I got one toe who just stays in. <laughs> he's never <laughs> going to get in trouble. <laughs> but this one guy, he's always going in the market. <laughs> oh, what about that last one on the end? <laughs> he went, wee, 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 it is a testament to uh, all of our originality uh, and the fact that, Ben, you were not on the episode one. This is the second time that particular toe rhyme was referenced in the last, like, two months on this program. And we didn't, it was not, there was no crossover. We were both like, yeah, let's bring that up. Yeah, let's That's bring up this cultural uh, keystone. It was <laughs> a cultural touchstone or a touch tower, whatever you would, you would call it. Um, the little piggy that went to the market. Uh, we do fuck up things for our feet, uh, and it's for the best because we're not savages sitting here with bare feet all the time. Despite the fact that Vivo Barefoot—that's the sponsor I was trying to think of when I said athletic feet. Vivo Barefoot makes shoes designed for people's feet, uh, much like sheath underwear make underwear designed for people's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, lots. What? Uh, okay, yeah, cool. I, I was gonna say I have one thing that I was gonna bring up. Now it's not bring urgent. it up. Okay. Bring it up. Because there was a lot of urgent shit on before. <laughs> well, is we were talking a lot about you know, let's let's say fashion, mm. and um, I was thinking I was thinking during the week that you know, there's quite a there, there there's no male equivalent, and I'm gonna have to cl- I'm gonna have to clarify a lot of this. So I'm gonna just go I'm gonna go dive in. Men can't be dressing like sluts. There's just not a guidebook for that, you know? The closest uh, we ever got was I have a few shirts. friends who would beg to differ. And all of them are gay. And all of them are gay. That is no, true. The, that the is closest true. we got to straight guy sluts were those half shirts. Those gym half shirts. Mm. I, that's exactly my man. You fucking nailed it. So what do we do? We can't. It's so hard to go to go slutty without veering into, 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 into gay. And I think the only time that we really nailed it was the is it, the eighties like Rocky era male crop top and I think we should, I think we should bring it back like littering back, and topping good. on the dance floor we're gonna yeah. bring back male crop almost like, into hot jacks topping on the dance so. floor never left you're right it's true it's true a lot of people thought it did but it yeah. didn't <laughs> but they were virgins <laughs> yeah exactly anyway, so so do we think that it's just the male crop top or is there something else. Now you probably think, okay, is. here's the thing. You think a tank top would be slutty, but a tank top has been taken over by domestic abusers. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Um, the, 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 the really ruins it. 
and it's yeah. funny. Ruins it. It's like but fucking a, Charlie we, Chaplin mustache. Like yeah, no one can do it anymore. Yeah, very yeah. good point. But if you crop, but if you crop that, maybe I think you can do the the, the crop tank. I think is I think is fair. Is, is, is a crop is disarming. It yeah, is. I think you need quantum fashion. What I mean by this is I'll break down the science. Um, yeah. Can't be slutty unless just observed in an objectifiable way. Mm. So we need straight women, gay men, to objectify straight men more mm. to unlock yeah. the inherent okay. kind of... The like, problem isn't objectification. It's, it's that there's an imbalance of power. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And we've tried to work on the men. We the... tried to get us to not objectify. But it's hard, and so we won't. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, you're absolutely right, Ben. We need to balance it. Turn the power wheel, um, purge it, not just for a day. Give us a century. Hey, yeah. Flip the power yeah. for a century. That's all I'm saying. And then the problem Jack, is, your dream the problem is, Ben, the problem is. It's man again, isn't it? We'd love it. That's the problem. Yeah. We'd, there'd be no amount of objectification that we wouldn't sit there and go, yeah, pretty deadly, am and I? It wouldn't yeah. make us uncomfortable enough. There's no way to do it. We'd start. We'd start thinking we deserved it. Exactly. That's where it those links clickers worse. came from. It yeah. would Remember make us clickers? worse in the long run. It would make us worse in the long run, big time. Mm. It'd be. Yeah. We'd be. We we're already trash. This would make us truly unbearable. You need yeah. to even define mm. what slutty attire is. Uh, and part of the part of my definition would be that it has to sort of be uncomfortable. And that is to say that nudity can, by definition almost it's almost impossible to be slutty to be nude because that's that's a comfortable you know there's there's times when that's just a fucking sensible move you want to be um, that's, yeah that's that's an interesting now i think there are slutty comfortable things however uh, that is an interesting thing you're positing like a, a push-up bra for example yeah like, well, I think these it's these are uncomfortable high heels. These are uncomfortable yeah. things. And I think it's the, the only time we ever see it in male clothing is the difference between a tank top and a half shirt. A tank top is inherently more comfortable than just a t-shirt, right? Mm. It's mm. particularly when it's hot out. You know, you're not chafing under the arms or whatever. A half shirt, though, that's what's not, a half shirt. A half shirt is like a like yeah, a male crop. Oh, a, a crop they're, they're baggy at the sleeve, which could be comfortable, but they're then they're cut off like right here. It's right here they cut off. I, yeah. I can't. I don't think the I've ever been where wearing you're kinda, a... you're kind of getting cold and you want to pull it down, but there's nothing to pull down. Yeah. That's what makes them like think about all those women in 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 in, sh- in short skirts who are, like are are, are are walking to the club in winter, you know, at Christmas. Yeah. Not a jacket. Whereas short shorts in the summer, it, that's just practical, right? Mm. But short, very short skirt, like ours hanging out in winter, we're gonna, we might get in trouble for using the word. I don't think we should because I think we're being as respectful as possible. That could be considered. That could be considered on the slutty end of the scale, right? Is there also is there also like a problem with the the body parts here, like? All male slutty things are like about the arms, which like are about like showing off how strong you are, yeah, how powerful mm. you are. All of this, like, it's all that, like, it's the glamour know. muscles, Gavin. You can just say it. It's the glamour muscles, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's it's arms and to a lesser extent, like chest and shoulders. Okay, yeah. like, yeah. I think, yeah, like, I think that, yeah, we need to be focusing on, I don't know. Accentuating, the legs, accentuating the dong, the dong. But see, but that's but see, I think I think you're sort of falling into what we need. What we need. Yeah. Here's what we need to find. No one wants to see it. Here's what we need to find. Okay, all right. What okay, we need to find this. Ball cleavage. We need to find yeah. male cleavage. That's it. What is male cleavage? Well, that's what we I need think to find. I have an answer for that. And you're like, I I think we split the room between myself and Manus, Jack and Gav. People who can uh, who can pull off the glamour muscles, Gav and Jack, obviously, and then. Those of, who, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> those of us who, yeah, those of us who walk down the street and just get the attention we deserve because of our nice haircuts. It's Myself true, our haircuts nice. are very nice, except for me who got spit on by the barber. <laughs> but it's it's the pheromones, man. It's the barber pheromones. It's, he's more of a man than I am, and I get a little bit of his pheromones through the spit. There's a logic behind all of it, yeah. But you're right, man, is to clarify what we mean by slutty is a sense of confident, confident power-grabbing objectification. That's what you're looking for, Jack. That's ultimately it. Like hot Jack somewhere, 
something that you're like, that's a honey who I want to ride. And I think yeah. if you brought back in jeans with a little rip by the butt where you can see the pocket and we can see just a tiny bit of your arse cheek. Oh. That's your answer. Ben, I have spent so much of my life getting told to stop wearing jeans that you could see my butt in. That I that's simply... because that's because top of butt butt crack is never beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I don't give a fuck. There is no woman or man on the planet. What like some of them look worse, but none of them look good. Yeah, none of them the look good. Yeah, the top like inch of your ass crack is maybe no. the most unattractive part of anyone's body. So we're talking like just like little like circles cut out. Oh, how, inten- how intentional do we want to get here? Uh, like your booty was so juicy it ripped out of the jeans. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll start wearing jeans that are too small to me to the gym and just hope that the the the, the, the bursts occur naturally. Well, no, the guy that's got a rip in the middle. I think that's got you wanted yeah. to rip kind of on a cheek. Shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The yeah, amount yeah. of jeans I have that rip at the balls and I have to throw them out because it's just <laughs> jeans that are ripped at the balls because your balls are too big. <laughs> See, that's the you problem know, is that even if you're beautiful for the most part in public no one wants to see your balls like even a woman who would be otherwise attracted to you does not need to see dong and they're not i don't think basically interested in looking at dongs i think if they were playgirl would have been the biggest magazine in the world in the 80s when instead playboy was because men are ultimately a bit simple <laughs> it's just a uh, funny and boob cool we love it uh, it's like it's, yeah it's, a, it's a, a very simple equation that's yeah. a dong i could see that at any time i just don't want to <laughs> looking at like a little mole face or anteater kind of thing like there's yeah. a reason you never see cute dong like animals like let's say it as it is no one's out there falling in love with anteaters slots no yeah fine you've what got a good slot people like do- people like dolphins Dolphins don't look like dicks, Jack. If your dick is weird enough, they do. Not on film, anyway. That's why you got to tape a bunch of cats together. If you want a dolphin that looks like a dick on film. You put your dick in weird enough places for a long enough time. Oh, don't get like... me wrong. I'm not saying you can't make a dick look like a dolphin. You can do some puppetry. But I'm saying inherently. Yeah, sorry. Has anyone ever seen Puppetry of the Penis? It's a show that like was such a culturally relevant show like for a minute i think like, my parents like, went to it live half a year and then it just disappeared because there's only one thing you can do 100 euro a ticket at one point yeah it was it was huge mm-hmm. and then yeah you never hear about it now i guess because once you've it's ultimately the, the ultimate high concept show it's like well that's what it was and now <laughs> well, i've seen there it, it is. yeah i <laughs> can make it look like a hamburger you know <laughs> I mean, we said they have influenced popular culture. I mean, there they were, uh, basically a puppetry of the penis homage at the start of Jackass Forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They made yeah, cringy yeah, Chris yeah. Pontius' dick into Godzilla, you know. And we actually said on the Jackass review episode that Pontius didn't do very much, and he didn't, but he did have a snapping turtle bite his penis. He did, he did. And it uh, looked yeah. painful. And it looked, yeah. It did. And unlike they would have done in Wild Boys, where they would have just gone like, okay, this is Chris Pontius, here's his dick, and we're going to attach a snapping turtle to it. They had his dick like painted up to look like Godzilla, and then they did the snapping turtle or whatever it was, coming out like, not like Mothra, but like whatever the other monster would be, and it was yeah. film and sound effects, and it was very, very, very funny indeed. As a, And still had the like, ah! As opposed to if you're watching Wild Boys or even worse, Dirty Sanchez, where you'd be going like, it's just the ah. It's, there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. artistry to it yeah. whatsoever. I just look sore enough. Let's get the staple gun again. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, so, yeah, we've, uh, if, we, if anyone listened to us, we'd be cancelled by now, but they don't, uh, which is good. Uh, yeah, it's, not, it's not a real thing either. CK won the Grammy. Kanye West, Marlon Ransom won a big award. There's no such thing as being cancelled. You just hide for a little bit and you win. Oh, no, there is an art. No, yeah, I, I agree with you that at Marlon Manson's level, there isn't. At our level, there is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's just people stopping to listen. If you're us, if you're us, you could be done like that and no one will care. Joe Rogan isn't coming to save you. That's the thing. 
We're going to be, it's not, the problem is never Kanye West. Because what's the worst thing that can happen to him? Oh, sorry, Kanye. Now you still get to have billions of dollars, but you don't have to work anymore. Oh, no, that's terrible. <laughs> it's us, it's like, and you're done. And yeah, you'll, you're, you'll never work again. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I have a fallback. This is the thing I saw during the week. You know the way back in the day parents would say like oh you better study hard otherwise you'll end up as a bin man and like as if that was the worst job in the world bin man was yeah what was the thing study hard or else you'll end up doing blank after the leaving cert still living with me when you're 34 that's what my mom used to say yeah (laughs) thank god i studied hard (laughs) basket weaving up in donegal i'll tell you who's making mint today Fucking basket weavers up in Donegal. <laughs> they did the right thing. Barely any points in leaving cert. And it's artisan fucking bespoke stuff. I got served up some basket weaving ads on Instagram. I was like, hang on. These like, wait, they're real. Wasn't yeah. that course also a lie, though? Wasn't so, that also it was just jam, jam, You're thinking of jam making. There was a, there was, well, I mean, I remember looking one year to find, you know, because everyone would say, oh, you'll be doing basket weaving or jam making. And then I looked through the sale points and they just weren't there. They yeah. were not an option. So Too somebody popular. had made them up. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Someone had to teach these lads how to weave some baskets. And yeah, uh, I you, t- you, you tell me another way to get people into careers other than the leading search. <laughs> You're right. It is the only way. It is the only way. Jam making was the idea that, like, there was, yeah, that was the only way. But there you go. Yeah. And, and it, it was real. turns out that the lowest course was accountancy and GMIT. Like, yeah. that's at the end wow. of the day. Yeah. 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 Which, explains which a lot. Pro- yeah. Wow. <laughs> it explains the financial crash, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, turns out one of the lowest course, uh, one of the lowest points courses you could do, certainly in, in a, in a, in a bracket where they were still asking for points was for religion and theology and community. Mm. <laughs> and I tell you, tell you who went down that fucking rabbit hole and regretted it. <laughs> I don't regret the friends I made along the way, but it was a huge future earnings f- four-year detour that I did need not have taken. Who else was in religions and theology? Like, were there people who were just super fucking into it? Who some, were of like- those, some of those, yeah, some of those. It was a weird mix of, of, of those. There was, there was, I met like fundamentalist Northern Protestants in there that were just like, and for them, it was like, I see it as something of a nation to sort of do this because as well, there's lots of godless people in this who are just doing it for the comparative religion element. So I know most people would have expected me to do just the pure, just the pure ordination course, you know, and so I'm doing this now as, as a way of reaching out, you know, as reaching out, you know, so we had those guys. Um, and then you had um, great fat, great big fat party animals like me and Danny Wilson. And then you had <laughs> I, I just ran you under the I just ran you under the bus, Wilson. Later, <laughs> I just ran you under the bus, Wilson. He had the good sense to quit after a year, though, when he realized what it was. I stayed around until they threw me out for poor academic <laughs> performance. <laughs> Which is tough to tough to take in the lowest fucking course, lowest points course available in that university. It is the highest alcoholic content available in this shop. (laughs) That's what I had to do. That's life. That's what people say. You do right. I know you were shot down in May. WrestleMania. Yeah. Or pretend to. Just like WrestleMania. Am I right, folks? Uh, it, only one match worth talking about Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn Jack, go uh, They've been building up for this match Since uh, since I believe the Royal Rumble So it's been a couple of, cu- couple of months of storyline Going into it Basically Johnny Knoxville of Jackass fame Is going to fight uh, A sort of like Sami Zayn A character who you describe as Maybe sort of like a sort of conspiratorial Like conspiracy theorist type of Type of sort of l- loon Sort of uh, a bit nuts, but a phenomenal wrestler. I would say one of the best. He's um, a very poor advertisement for someone of his skills going to that particular company, given on how they've how they how they've treated him. I would argue. I, I think they have paid fabulous money to treat him exactly as he is willing to be treated. <laughs> I, I'm 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 sure he's willing to. I'm sure he's willing to be treated that way for the money. Um, 
they wasted their money because he needn't be in a big card match with Johnny Knoxville um, based on how very good he is. The what happened in the match was it was a wrestling match and also an episode of Jackass where they did a bunch of Jackass stuff like bowling ball in the nuts, which is a big time indie spot anyway. They uh, had a table that was covered in mouse traps that someone yes, went did. through. They uh, used a taser at one point. Uh, they took out a little device that is just a, a, a foot, like a, like a leg. Like a spring-loaded foot. A spring-loaded foot. A ball, a ball <laughs> kicking height. So, so they could kick him in the balls with a machine instead of kicking him in the balls. Uh, we saw the return of an old jackass favorite, the giant slapping hand. Excellent. <laughs> which, nice. as he was, which as Sami Zayn was running away, he got slapped by the giant slapping hand. It and featured it, some yeah. appearances by Chris Pontius, who did take his pants off, and Party Boy is yeah. so as to distract. And mm-hmm. maybe the best power spot since Andre Hogan at WrestleMania 3. Slam me, boss. Wee Man slams Sami Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> Pontius does his Party Boy bit. <laughs> Then he runs uh, runs under the ring and uh, what's his name? Sami Zayn goes in to try and fetch him and like you could see it coming but still uh, we, we Man comes out. House of Fire beating the piss out of Sami Zayn. Throwing absolute potatoes. I suspect they just told Wee Man it's like just fucking kick the shit out of him because it was the most <laughs> realistic looking shit I saw all night was Wee Man beating the piss out of Sami Zayn. He's <laughs> like how hard could the little guy possibly hit? And then he just lamped him out of it. Uh, he then he then also took a boot to the face, the like of which I have never seen. Oh, before. that was it. He got it. He got his receipt. <laughs> he did. The match ended with Sammy with uh, with with the Jackass fellas taking out a giant man-sized mousetrap and uh, catching Sami Zayn in it, thereby pinning him to the ground. One, two, three. Johnny Knoxville wins his match at Vessel. Yeah, there were some problems with the match. Uh, at one point, they had a, a spot where uh, Sami Zayn was about to do some sort of, he looked like he's been doing like a swanton bomb or whatever, but he's up on the top rope and Knoxville triggers a thing that sets off pyro on the thing. Obviously, if then Sami obviously didn't have his timing right and it was very clear the pyro missed him and then he went, oh, I better fall. <laughs> and he falls. Um, the boot, Man, there was so you're forgetting... You're forgetting cartoon logic. Like when you run off a cliff, you don't fall straight away. And yeah. these things are provided by the Acme company. Time. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense in the logic of the world. No, you're right. You're right. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that sense-making uh, point about it. The the boot, the the, the boot to the balls. We man took a little while to get that going. <laughs> Sammy had to kind of stand there for a while before uh, just to line up perfectly. There was a little bit of hold on now. My self defense teacher said to grab me this way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the mousetrap. I don't know what happened with the mousetrap, but Johnny Knoxville forgot how it worked. <laughs> it's just I think, like, it, I think the release mechanism broke, so he had to kind of get into the He tries trap. to pull the string, the string breaks. He then goes to where the string's attached to. That's attached to nothing. He goes down to like the very latch bit and unlooses it, and it, and it does actually eventually, and very clearly, very weakly, attacks Sammy Zane, and uh, he, he pins him and wins the match. Uh, there was other falls. I don't know why you're going to do the pon- the party boy spot. Why you don't play the party boy music? It's public domain anyway. Like, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. like, I, mean, I had I had a boss in RTE who uh, often on Friday afternoon you just hear coming from his home <laughs> the party boy music. He was such a fucking legend. And again, part of what the party boy music is so good is, is that it's a bit bad. It's like it's that it's crap enough to be to be good. I feel like party right now. Uh, and I think we actually have something, if not a definitive, but a, a, a subjective answer to the question we asked on the Jack Grass review episode, which is like, is this any good or is it just did we just grow up at the right time for it? And I think it's the second thing because I was try- I was just thinking, I was like, well, like, I hate this about wrestling. Like, this is, if this was at, like, just a show I was at, 
I would be gone to get a hot dog during this match or gone to get a beer or if it was towards the end of the show, just left and gone home. <laughs> because, but because I don't watch WWE apart from WrestleMania pretty much anymore. And because it was the jackass, guys, I loved this. It was pretty. It was the best thing in the world. <laughs> it was a miracle of a match. My journalistic hero, Dave Meltzer, Shadow, I really hated it, which I was surprised because he's normally, he's normally quite way more down with silly stuff than I would be. Like there's stuff that the young bucks do and stuff that I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ. But again, that's done in a that's done in a promotion that I follow. I yeah, don't care about. I, WWE WrestleMania in particular, it's the circus, you know. Yeah, yeah. This I was guess. more an episode of Jackass in a ring than yes. a wrestling match featuring the Jackass guy. It was perfect. They had Dark <laughs> Shark. They had the son of Dark Shark. They had Jeff Tremaine came in at the end. <laughs> no Steve-O. Um, probably best to keep Steve-O away from the wrestling business, to be honest. Yeah. He doesn't need any more carny energy in this thing. No, no. I'm surprised that. That, they, that they kept like the, the Jackass guys are still like the film they're promoting is out of theaters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're in bucket list mode at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed Pontius like... came back. I'm amazed Pontius came back because the last time I think he did WWF, him and Steve did a tag match against like Umaga. And somebody else, and Umaga just beat the shit out of them, like concussed both of them, like properly, like could have killed them, like. Uh, uh, and uh, I've heard them talk about it, and they they were pretty good humored about it, I guess. But I was watching, going, "That's bullshit! That's bullshit! You brought these guys in. You're trying to leech off their fame because they're more famous than you'll ever be." And because they didn't adhere to some fucking code that you didn't tell them about beforehand, because for some reason it has to be a secret, you had to beat the shit out of them. Nah, bullshit. Mm. Like, fuck that. Like, can't do that. But Pontius came back. It was great. I loved it. I watched WrestleMania last night live. Um, a bunch of us were doing a show uh, and then uh, a, a bar that is managed by a, a, a former wrestler opened for us at about midnight or 1am. Uh, so I managed to watch it in what I think was the peak environment, locked out of my fucking gi with about 20 wrestlers live. And I swear to God, it was some of the most fun a person can have. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so glad you liked it, man. Oh, I, lo- I love that match. Blown away. I'm no, I, will, I was blown away too, because if you described all of it to me, and if someone, part of it is, part of it is, and part of it is I'm a great big hypocrite, to be honest, because, uh, like, it's, it's like, I, I hate that stuff in wrestling, and I'd hate it if just wrestlers were doing it. A little bit of it is, we know they're the jackass guys. Like, when I see Johnny Knoxville chasing Sami Zayn around the ring with a taser, I've seen Johnny Knoxville both tased and be tased in the neck with a legitimate fucking 12,000 volt stone gun. So it's like, in a weird way, that's the realest shit in the world. I've seen them just just because it would be funny jump into a bunch of mouse traps. You know, I've seen them do disgusting things to their testicles that no one would ever do. So when he's doing the bowling ball to the testicle spot, I can be like, yeah, like, I guess he's fucking throwing a bowling ball with his testicles. Yeah, and it caught him know? right on the bounce as well. And even stuff like the silly, the silly board with mouth traps on it, where like in a normal wrestling match, if you saw that, you'd be like, "Why was that under the ring?" I hate that when there's weapons where it's like, it's like, okay, I get why there'd be a chair there. I get why there'd be a turnbuckle there. I don't know why it's always in the same spot for a Lena Her- Lila Hurst match. I know, I don't know why no one's kind of keeping an eye on the turnbuckles, but whatever. I get why there's certain things. Why is there a kendo stick just there? Yeah. Why are you bringing those around? You know, but when you have it's like a no holds barred match with Charlie Knoxville and Sami Zayn's pulling out the 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 mouse trap board and going, Oh Knoxville, I bet you thought this would be fucking hilarious, you know? And they're going, Okay, I've seen those guys do that in a weird way. It's the realest shit on the whole show. Yeah. Like definitely yeah. more real than Vince taking that stunner. <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. I, honestly, I was on my fucking feet. I think that couldn't have I actually couldn't have gone any better. Because the alternative was Vince taking a 76. 76. Vince can't, Vince, to say Vince can't move, Vince cannot stand still in the ring without being in danger of falling over anymore. It is kind of sad, actually, to watch. Um, I thought it was brilliant. 
I disagree. I, I got no, but like I, I'm, I'm fine with like he, Vince never took a good stunner ever. So like I'm, I'm fine with it looking like kind of fake or whatever because it's, it's the circus. It comes with once a year, uh, and and there you, there you go, and it's all that. But like, why does he have to do the match with Pat McAfee? Why does he have to? Why does Vince have to do that? Like why? He finished it with like a the, the softest football punt to the chest. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I don't know why he had to do it. Um, all anyone wanted to see was Vince do the fake out beer bash and then stun him. You know, that's all anyone wanted to see, really. You got to bring him down before you bring him back up. You got to fill the time. I don't agree that on a show that was four hours long on the first night and then four hours long on the second night that anyone needed any more time. I think it was all... I think you could have given that... And that's why we're sitting here, Manus. (laughs) That New Day match that got about a minute. The New Day match that got a minute. You couldn't have taken it. That's the only criticism having a jackass match about is 15 minutes long, 10 minutes of the fight. I, I personally, for my own jerk off reasons, was in was fine with it being an hour long, but it didn't need to be fifteen minutes long. And they that would be saying one thing if they hadn't severely cut a couple of matches and they did. And the Vince thing, it's just uncomfortable to watch a man that old be barely able to stand and, and doing that stuff. I just I just found it uncomfortable personally. It took me out of it because I I wanted the fucking pretend thing of like who's Steve Austin. And he still looks okay, you know, he's nearly 60, but he's, and he, you know, he's got big arms and he can still do the stunner and he's still, you know, he still looks like an ass kicker. Vince just looks frail. Yeah. Just don't mm-hmm. want, I want to enjoy him getting the stunner. I, I don't want to be thinking, <laughs> I don't want to be thinking, oh, he might die. And I know he's been a bad man, so he's going to hell when he does. So that's he not going to be a good thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know, The Undertaker might do a couple of legal advice there. He might get him out of it. He knows the guy downstairs. He does know the guy, yeah. Yeah, so I would consider him more of a bailiff than a solicitor, but I can see why you'd be, you know, I figured he'd be more of a guy to bring you to hell. Oh, that's Kane. Kane will bring you to hell. Yeah. The Undertaker will be able to represent you. He'd try to get you out of it on a technicality. Yeah, yeah, he'd try to raise you from the dead and bring you back for one more stunner. It'll be just as sad, but he'll bring you back for it. I don't, yeah, if Vince was an actual zombie, I think it'd be pretty cool to see him come back for one more stunner. I mean, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so heard it here first WWE. That's okay. the only time to bring Vince back. We get yeah. stunned enough times. Like, you don't even have to be near the guy. Phantom stunners are a thing. Like, it's like they are. <laughs> And you just have to kick nearby. The body reacts. It's there so- was that brief. There was that brief. There was that brief social media thing that Stone Cold never capitalized on, which was Bebo stunners. But like that was a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was retired at the time. He was in the mires of all sorts of addictions. He wasn't on top of things culturally, so he wasn't able to. You know. Imagine coming back out of retirement and being like, "So the Stone Cold stunner. Sorry, it's been taken." Uh, yeah. <laughs> Teenage girls took it and it's not yours anymore. The world's moved on. Maybe, maybe get on the platform, try and get in a few top 16s. Yeah. Maybe we can talk, but right now, yeah. you know, you gotta get top some 16 up. stunners. Take some of those quizzes, take some of the quizzes, leave the love a couple of times. You know what I mean? <laughs> then we can talk, Stone Cold, but until then. Yeah. Real top. litmus generational test. Show me your Jack top 16 my stunners. And that's two different videos, depending on who you ask. The Jagaz match was wonderful, but I suspect if you aren't in our exact little age bracket that you the, the, would think. The age, like, range, the, the age range that I was with last night went down as low as about 20. And they all absolutely loved it as well. See, they're, they're potentially inclined to just embrace the silliness in general a bit more. I think for the most part, people who are my age and like older want their wrestling a different way but if you just so happen to fit into the jackass thing i think you'll be like yeah i'm a hypocrite i'll put up with it you know i think you're about but then like i, I heard dave Meltzer review it and he's again quite on the on the button with regards to to wrestling stuff but he was like i was watching that with my friends and it was embarrassing <laughs> you know? so um, yeah but he i that's, that's he's 60 years old he was like he was 40 mm. when jackass came around like i can see why he thinks that does it bring into stark 
like daylight uh wrestling I've, I've sort of suspended disbelief i'm enjoying this wrestling and jackass my friends are around i'm like so you like both of these things i'm like not the jackass part the wrestling part the part that has <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no. could be yeah. could be i mean Wait, the chess club hang out with the D and dean oh no this isn't good <laughs> this isn't good yeah yeah it's like it's it's like it, it both could. of these were plenty on their own yeah. They're both, they're both, they're, they're, yeah, somewhat, where for us, it's like, it's like, great, that's like, it's it's bringing two things together, but for, for, if you're a little bit older, it's like, I could just about put up with the fake underpants fighting, but Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> or me, I could maybe grasp some of the jackass, but come on, you know. For me, it's about as close as I think I'm ever going to get to answering a question I've mulled over often. In, in my lifetime, which is how could you possibly stage an Animaniacs live show? I think that's about as close as we're going to get. And I'm happy with that. Jackass kind of ruins Animaniacs for you when you think about it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, Wacko, Yakko, and the Warner Sister Dot were, frankly, if anything, too tame with their yeah. cartoon violence. <laughs> you know? I didn't like how they had every nuts episode didn't get enough blast. <laughs> They, they, they always try to, yeah, they never kick, they, I don't think they ever kicked him square in the balls. I mean, yeah. did you ever see it? They hinted at it a few times, but I don't think you ever saw it. Yeah. They kind of imply that maybe Dot took that shit, but they never show it. Yeah. Dot yeah, doesn't shy true. away from that. They wouldn't, they couldn't. They'll just be like, Kyle, how much, once you're getting some pig cum, you might as well get a bucket of it. That was their feeling, I think. <laughs> I like, like, no, there's no one in the world who's going to be like, that's too much pig cum. They're either out when it's a drop or they're or they're fine with loads of it, you know. I like that in my example, dot is Chris Pontius. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, well, well, this is this was a I'm glad you enjoyed disgrace. it. Man. This was, I, I did enjoy it. I'm glad I'm more glad you enjoyed it. You seem to actually have a good social time. I just sat in my room right now and watched it. But that's that's because I was fast asleep when it was happening. <laughs> because that's how I live my life. Um, final review of any of the beers. I, I don't know. I don't know. This is not like one of those episodes. I'm not putting this on the fucking reel. Like, you know what I mean? It's not going on. It's not going on my fucking. It's not making it. It's not making it onto my fucking show reel. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you all did fine, but I'm not putting that on my show reel. <laughs> what did you think of the beer? Uh, the Sullivan's was. It's not. I I was expecting a pale ale. That kind of yeah. a taste I've, I've over the course of this show learned to enjoy. I didn't at the beginning, I don't think, yeah. and now I quite like. And now I'll actively search them out. Um, but this had a bit of a honey amber sweetness to it. I don't know how else to describe it, but you know the way. There's a little bit of that kind of flavor sometimes. It was very sweet and treacly, um, and I don't know why because I don't think a pale should be. But then again, it's not even a pale ale. It's just summer pale. So they might be getting away with it. Oh, yeah, they didn't even say, yeah. Yeah, so... It's a pale test. No, pale ale on the other side of the bottle. Yeah, right there. Sullivan style. So they've given themselves an edge. Pale ale. The wrong way. The wrong way. (laughs) What you're always hoping for in the description of any beer is uh, three three adjectives that could also be the names of trailer park children. Honey! Amber! Sweetness! Where are you? Manus, congratulations! You've stuck the landing. You've just made your own highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. real. That was great. Uh, not what I expected. I probably, if it was what I expected, I probably would have given it like a seven or eight because it wasn't. Not that it was bad. It was just the wrong thing. You order a carbonara, you get a bolognese. You're not happy about it. Uh, so I'm going to give it a five and a half. Nothing wrong with it. It's just it's you won't be expecting this when you pick it up. Yeah, no reasonable. I wonder, given that it's summer twenty one. Did you, are you drinking it a bit so, while, while not out of date? Are you drinking it a bit suboptimal, I wonder? That's true. I only saw I mean, pop up today. So I mean, some beers, some beers fucking, it does not matter at all. And some of them, you know, it, it matters a great yeah. deal or a different beer by the time you get them at this stage. So I, I, I don't know enough to be able to predict. On it, except for 2021, that would explain to me where, when it was bottled. I, I assumed when I picked it up, Oh, they left it somewhere for a year for some science. Oh, that, but that could be. I mean, I, I don't know. Made, 
No, but no, or it you're could right. be like it could be like Euro twenty twenty or like any of the stuff that like was mm. just but it was in twenty twenty one, you know, because of because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but, I can't see anything on the bottle. Someone, someone smarter than me will correct us online. Okay, good. And uh, I'll give Cooper's a gentleman six. Gentleman yeah. six, very nice. Uh, 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 which, which really only leaves us one thing to cheers to. Uh, it's pretty clear to me what that would be. I don't know if it is to any of you guys. Oh, absolutely! It's oh yeah, public but, domain. Uh, okay, all together, you know, in unison. <laughs> and hopefully, my internet has been bad all day. Hopefully, it doesn't delay for me. No, no, I hope, yeah, yeah because yeah. it would, yeah, I could see. It, it would now. be terrible for it to not be in unison. But okay, yeah. two, two uh, crop. One. Oh, that, that was two. Crop tops. Uh, Sorry, you cut out there. Did you say crop tops too? Oh, <laughs> I said crop tops. I don't know about any of oh, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I said crop tops, yeah. Oh, this is the crop tops. Thank God yeah. you're all so insane. And cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.